All right. So what I wanted to talk about today is the cash flow for your business. So this is something that I struggled with um, when I very first started my businesses. Um, most of them, I didn't learn this until a lot later on. And I think everyone starting out or even running a business, if you struggle with when it's time to pay yourself, uh, when it's time to pay workers, uh, paying your materials, things like that, this is this is how you need to learn to manage your money from the beginning. Um, if you're already, you know, into debt and you're struggling to do some of that, this is going to help you manage and understand if you are selling enough jobs, if you're if your business is actually profitable and you'll know right away, that's, that's kind of what I like about this, um, about this cash flow chart that I guess I, I have a chart, but we're just going to be discussing it. But that's what I like most about this, um, that I put together over my years of experience in business was that, you know, right away, if your business is failing and you know, you need to make changes right away before you've gone into debt, before money's gone or before you're struggling. So you'll know right away if it's working or not. So, okay. So in any business, whatever business you're in, if you think about what you're selling, uh, if it's a service or maybe you do strictly labor, um, uh, some of the other things could be like a pro uh, a product being sold. It could be, so any, any of these different styles of business, you need to think about what the cost of your service is. Um, before you configure your profit. Now, when I started my shed company, I would sell a shed and whatever my cost was. So say I, my materials were $1,500 and I'm building a $3,000 shed. Then on that, I would take $1,500 to myself personally was my profit. That was wrong. And that's why I struggled at the first because you assume your cost of uh, materials and things like that to be what your costs are, right? And then as a small business, you go, oh, okay, all the rest is mine. And so that's where I struggled and why my shed business in the beginning struggled. So some of the costs that you need to associate with your product, uh, or service, anything you're doing is, uh, first off is like your labor. So you have labor to build something. Um, some things, some products are a digital product. Maybe your labor is your biggest thing. Maybe you've purchased the software to do your, to produce your product and it's a one-time cost and you don't have any of those additional costs, you know, like materials and things like that, but you still have the time that it took you, um, to do it. And then you still have uh, a lot of the other costs associated with the play, the space you're renting, um, maybe your cell phone, things like that. So, so you need to take all of those things into account. So you, you should sit down. You, it's mm, the most important thing for you to know is exactly what your expenses are for your business. Um, then, so some of those. Uh, right? Labor to build sales costs, gas. Maybe you pay a salesman or maybe you pay for a lead, uh, travel to get to or do estimates, things like that, or maybe to, you know, create connections with people who are sending your business. And then you go to purchase of materials, goods. Uh, you got to know, like I was saying, you got to know every expense. Now, maybe you're in a place of business 
Um, some of those expenses, you know, you might have advertising, marketing, office expenses. Uh, maybe you're selling a product that requires licensing, continuing education. So these are all business costs that can be written off through the business. But this is all money that comes to the business before it comes to you. You haven't been paid yet. Okay, so you're taking care of all of this stuff. You're taking care of the business first before you're paying yourself. So, uh, but some of those things, right? You, like meals, uh, entertainment, you can go out with someone that maybe you're going to be looking to do business with or you're already doing business with. That can be a write-off. So a lot of those pleasures of business, in a sense, can be um, written off. So you want to make sure you kind of know all of those things. So... So now I want to get into how to break that down so that you know, um, say, when once your product or service is sold, you know the cost and you know what's actually coming back into the company, what goes back into the company and then what comes to you personally as your income. So the, the biggest advantage that I see of this is knowing when you're being profitable in a month and when you need to get up off your butt and go work, right? You might be sitting down playing video games thinking that you're good for the month or you want to take a break because, oh, yeah, I did all this, all this wonderful stuff, you know, this month. But what you need, you need to know if you've sold, say I sold two or three sheds and I thought I'm good for the month, not knowing my numbers, I assume I'm good for the month, which is wrong because I'm not making as much as I thought I was making per shed. So this is just an example. I use sheds as an example because this is where I learned the lesson. So the example is I sell a $4,000 shed. Or for you, just think about your product or service. It might be a $40 product or service. Um, all of your costs, so all of my costs for the shed might be $2,000. Now that cost, I might attribute to materials and labor. So when I was doing it, it was like, okay, this is all my gas. This is my labor to build the shed. And then once I collected that other 2000, my thought was, this is my personal money. Um, that's what I made. But of that $2,000 of profit, so the expense was materials and labor, any of that, that half is gone. By gone, I mean that goes back in the company or you're paying for your materials. Maybe you're collecting that part up front to do the work, but that part, so you're not carrying out materials, right? Right now we're small, we're, it's a cash business. So we're saying there's $2,000 of expenses. You've collected the $2,000 before you started the job and you've paid for materials and you paid for the things needed to get that job done, right? So now you're finally collecting your profit if you'd like to think about it that way. So of the $2,000 of profit, this, this is an example of how it should be distributed in your business. So you take out 20%, 20% of that $2,000 you're putting so back into the business. So that an additional $200 is going back into the business. That $200 is going to cover our supposed 10% of advertising and then 10% to our emergency fund. And in the beginning, you might bump that emergency fund to 20% until you have six months of your company expenses, which is paying you saved up. So really, it's almost like a, a savings in a sense, but for the company to be able to have a slush fund to pay employees in case work stops or in case something happens. So an emergency fund for the business. So that 20%, 10% of it's for advertising, 
10% of it is for your emergency fund of the business. And that would be to pay you as a, as a business owner or to pay workers. Now of that $2,000 that you had taken in, the $200 went to that 20%. Well, and then $200 goes to the emergency fund. So that's $400, the 20% of 2000. So as the business owner, you make $1,600. So you didn't make $2,000, you made 1600. And that may be uh, based on your saving needs, right? So, so if you're going to save more until you have that emergency fund set up is a smart way to go because you know, I need to get out and I need to sell more of my product. I need to go out. I need to make more connections. I know I need to do that now because I'm not okay. I haven't met my monthly guideline of what I need. So now you, now you're, now that you know that you can manage the number of cells that need to be made in order to be profitable. So you may say, Hey, I need $5,000 a month personally for my personal expenses. Now I've sold one shed and the profit from that shed, even though it was a $4,000 shed might be $1,600 to me and maybe less depending on what I, my saving needs are in the company. And then you can manage the number and then you can manage from there. You can say, I don't need only three sheds. I'm going to need four or five sheds in a month to make what I need to happen, happen, uh, to, to meet my personal needs for my family or for, uh, whatever it is in order to achieve this number. I have now my number of units that I need to sell has changed. And so, you know, you're not done for the month. You, you don't relax. You know, you need to get up and go make connections. You have to know that otherwise you're slowly going into the hole. You're slowly killing your business. So most importantly, um, let's see. So I wanted to cover if you, if you know your pricing, um, then it makes sense. And you, you know, by knowing your pricing, one of the things is, you know, if you need to charge more for your service or product, and that's as you go along and you'll see other people selling the same service or product that you're selling and you'll go, Oh, wow, maybe there's more there. And now I know why they're selling it for more, even though I thought, wow, I could sell that for way less. They have some additional expenses that they're keeping track of, and that's why their product needs to be sold so high. Uh, so that will help you. Most importantly, you need to know uh, when you're not being profitable and something needs to be changed, right, and managed better. So now that you've taken in that other money, let's talk about your personal money because now you've made money from the business. And so as a business owner, you, oh, I sold my product. I made that money. Now there is a emergency fund and savings and other stuff that happens on your personal money. Same as if you were the employee of a company before that money got to you. Now you're dealing with new funds. These are your personal funds. So as a business owner, you've got to go, okay, these are business funds when I start out. And then now that I've received that $1,600 from the shed I sold or from whatever I sold. And uh, now I know what I need to do with this money. So from the $1,600 from that sale that you made, you may have 10% that you do for charitable giving. Um, I think everybody should do this because if you were ever in a bad situation, you know that there is uh, there is an amount there that you're used to giving that helps you budget your money better. And I also believe in the blessings for your business for giving back, right? So when you give, you receive blessings. And even though you don't know what they are, um, that blessing comes back to you personally and as 
um, using it as a business, the the exposure for a business can also be good if you're giving money back, right? So just charitable giving, 10%. So that $160 goes into charitable giving. Then you have 10% or 20% that is going to go to your emergency fund. Now, that would be of that money that was left over the $1,600 you received, that's $320. So you can spend the rest of that money however you like on your personal expenses, you're budgeting that way. But now you have saved for your emergency, your personal emergency fund, which may eventually, once the emergency funds build up, built up, then that money will eventually be going into uh, savings for you, uh, for your household income. So let's say um, in the ideal situation, your business, and this is how I run my business now, your business, you save up income in the business for six months and that six months is to pay you within your own business so that's an emergency an emergency fund through the business to pay the employees and to run the business you may have other expenses in the business like a place to rent and stuff like that that should be in that so whatever happens you are good to make a decision on your business if it's if it's failing or if it's not working out then you have your personal money that also covers six months. It's going to cover six months of your personal income. So when you have your personal money and you're putting away your emergency fund until you get six months of your personal savings in there, you keep contributing to that. That's your emergency fund. If something in your family goes wrong, it's not going to affect your business. So let's say you're in your house, a common one, the roof goes bad, which is something I do now with roofing. Your roof goes bad. That's a huge expense for your home. One of the largest expenses. So if you have your roof go bad, or maybe the heating and air conditioning system in your house goes bad, they're always going to go bad at the wrong time, but it's not going to be a stress to you. And it's not going to be a stress to your business. If you have an emergency fund set aside for those situations, then also if something happens with the business, you have a personal savings fund that's going to be um, your six months for your savings personally for your family. So your family has kind of this, you have this peace of mind knowing my family's taken care of for a six month period. And that's how you should be building. You shouldn't be putting, uh, in my opinion, you shouldn't be putting money away um, or saving for retirement or any of the stuff over that until this is taken care of, until money is put into these funds to protect you in an emergency situation. Because even though you're putting money into a retirement fund or into something else, if you hit that emergency situation, you're going to take that money. So in, until the emergency fund is set up, you won't have the freedom to put money away and to save for other things like kids' college, retirement, those types of things. So this is what you're going to do first. Um... So as you, as you begin to do that, um, you're going to notice that as you're managing your money correctly, that during your, uh, the work you're doing, you're going to run into jobs that are awesome, like huge blessings to you and your business. You're going to run into jobs because you're managing your money correctly. You're going to be able to look for opportunities that are bigger because you're not going to say, I have to go to work today to do this thing. It's more important for me to meet with this person or to try and sell this larger job. You might be afraid of that if you're just going check to check to check. And you, If there's a problem with a smaller job or, or you have a customer who isn't happy, 
if you have that savings in your company account, that money, you can pull money from that emergency fund in your company account that that emergency fund will end up covering a lot of things. It'll cover your, you know, you'll have money there for tax season if you calculated something wrong. So you'll have that money there that if a customer says, hey, you treated me wrong or or if a customer isn't satisfied with your work, um, you can take that money and take care of the situation and the stress has gone out of your business. So you don't, so if, if a two or $300 incident happens, you can just take care of that, pay that and move on. You don't have to sit and fight over those small amounts of money because you're able to take care of something, take care of a problem, make it right with a customer, even though it may not be right, right? <laughs> even though the customer may be wrong, you can take care of it as a company and say, we're sorry about that. We didn't understand your expectation. Let's take care of you. And then it's taken care of. And so, so as you, as you begin to do this, this way, you're going to use this money. will meet, uh, once you meet the minimums on your emergency funds, you're going to, you're going to notice that you're going to receive better jobs and you're going to go, wow, I have that extra money. And that extra money can filter down to you once all of the things are met for your business and your personal emergency fund, then those come to you and you can take that money and use it for other things. You have a higher profit from the company that you can put into other things or you can start planning like uh, vacations or getaways for your company, for your employees. You'll notice how that money moves and how you have the ability to buy clothes, all the clothes with all your logos and stuff on it. Like as you get growing, you're going to be able to take advantage of opportunities like that and advantage of write-offs through the business that you enjoy personally by owning a business. So these are, this is, this for me was really hard to learn. So this is something I hope that benefits you um, as a business owner. And if you have a business who's been struggling with cash flow, I'd hope you would take this to kind of, uh, kind of learn how your business should be managing its money. And then you know exactly how owners should be, be being paid and then you know where you need to cut or improve or sell more and you know when it's time to get down and get to it we need to make more sales when you're being profitable so take the time to learn this and just take the time to write down so on write down all your expenses for your products so on 30minutebusiness.com i'll have this up next to this area for finance and cash flow I'll have this area and it, it'll be something similar to that name. We're still in, in the progress of putting it all together. But in that section, it'll have some forms that you can download and you can go through and you can fill out the things for your products. You can fill out and for your business, your expenses. And so you can know sometimes owning a place of business might be the thing that that is too much for your business might be that one thing that puts you over your budget and over the managing aspects. So you don't want to take on things like that, like a place of business and things like that until you know that it's in your budget to do that. So anyway, this will help you kind of manage that. So I hope you got something valuable from this. Like I said, go to 30 minute business. And if you have a chance uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're going to keep bringing more information. We're going to have more professionals on talking about their experiences in their business and about taxes, things like that, that will help you in your business. So um, like always, visit us at the website, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for your time.